I get told that my transition is like kind of like a double whammy, like two for one kind of deal. Because when I first started, uh, October 2017, I was 300 pounds and just completely depressed. So fast forward now, uh, I'm down 125 pounds, up 20 pounds of muscle, and I look completely fucking different. So <laughs> I don't, I don't look anything like I did <laughs> two years ago. So it's like a total fucking plus. But a lot of people ask me what made me start, like what gave me that jump to get into fitness, and did testosterone help me at all? I'm like, in a sense, not in a sense that build muscle, but for me, being able to be something that I've always thought I could, I thought I couldn't be, was the most motivation that I need. Because um, that, that was the main thing for me. Because I remember as early as ten playing in the bathroom, doing that whole getting ready for bed process, wash your face, brush your teeth, blah, blah, blah. So for me, where I wash my face, I'll suck it up with soap, then use the back part of a toothpaste, like the flat side, and you just like pretend to shave your face with it. I love doing that. I didn't know what the fuck it meant. It's just something I like doing. One day I should probably shave my face. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. You know, I didn't know the year, but it just those little things. And it just kept adding up over the years. Never thought I'll end up here. Uh, but when I reached 26, I started to question myself because um, I started to feel like I was playing dress up. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't just me being in clothes. It felt like something else in clothes. I couldn't connect. It, the clothes wasn't doing it anymore. Dressing masculine, wearing guys' clothes just was not doing it anymore. So I'm like, okay, something else is going up. So I started to. What does this mean if you do this? And then I started looking into you. Started looking into. I'm like, okay, Chicago, oh shit, okay, Andrew, every fucking thing. So I came to you with some of the most. So what is training? How do you know if you're training? So how do you know if you're in transat? What do you guys do? So I had so many fucking questions. And long before I made a decision, I just sat on it I, because I needed to know that was something I wanted. So I did a little playbook in my head, thought about all the little, all the little things that uh, forcing myself to be feminine. Because the women that I dated prefer that. But I, I've always been more masculine than I have feminine. But being um, a lesbian, being just a little hint of masculine, you're automatically considered a stud. Mm-hmm. Automatically. And I never was because I'm still, I still have that bit of femininity in me as well. So I, I, I hated relating to anything that dealt with being like masculine or uh, associated with being a male. So I was confused. I'm like, how the fuck can I be a trans guy when I had the hardest time being called a guy? I had the hardest time. Oh, look at that guy wearing my face. Yeah. And I'm, I'm chick. I'm wearing guy's clothes, but I'm not. So I, I struggled with that because it made me like, okay, this is just, okay, I'm, this must be what they say is a face. So <laughs> this has to be a face. So I, I, I sat on it and I thought about it. And when I made it to 27, I was like, okay, it's no longer a face. Eat at me at this point, and that's where I started to get more obsessed with my chest. I started to get really obsessed with my chest, and so I started binding, wrapping and binding and sliding my chest as much as possible. And that wasn't doing it. It did it, but then it didn't do it. I still had that that bump, that rope, that depot. I call it. I still had the depot. So it, that only lasted for so much. So I was like, you know what? I, I spoke to my 
girlfriend, my fiance now. But I spoke to my girlfriend at the time about how I felt, how that would make her feel, and was she ready to be with someone else? I'm like, because, it, yes, I'm still the same person, but I won't be the same person. I won't be the same, and I'm, I'm really not, as I was two years ago. I'm not the same. I think completely different. But I asked her, and she said yes, as long as I love her the same. So that, that was all that mattered. Like, oh, that's easy. We in this, <laughs> and when I say we in this, she just giving me giving me my shot for every week since the beginning. So I can't give myself my shot; it's impossible. Okay. I cannot do it. Um, so she gives it to me every single week. So we are in it together. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> I I relate to that on so many levels. I really do. Um, I get. It hit me really, um, in regards to clothes. Um, cause I always had, like, my friends, they were all either super skinny or they just, clothes just fit so well with them. Um, and it was always like insecurity. I'm like, I want to go out to parties, I want to go out to events, and I want to shine in me. And it wasn't until one of my friends was like, oh, why don't you shop the girl section at Goodwill? I'm like, Okay, cool. <laughs> so then as soon as I started doing that, I realized, wow, clothes are starting to fit so much different. Like, I can actually see pieces in my head. I can actually go exci- be excited to put clothes on my body. People are reacting. It isn't necessarily wanting other people's reactions, but I feel like once you feel comfortable within yourself, you have a certain light. It just shines. There's a right power that back. just radiates. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I completely relate to that. Um, as far as your fears, or as far as, like, kind of, like, talking to yourself at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, in the middle of the night, how was that process for you? So, in the beginning, I have to say between the first, like, day to a year, very difficult. Okay. Um, I struggled and argued with myself a lot. Um, a lot had to do with, not, for me, the biggest thing was knowing that I am trans, identifying as trans, but still not passing. So that was the most difficult. That first year, mm-hmm. um, it, it's just, no matter how much I felt it, it does not fucking matter. And it did not help when people um, in passing or people that work, customers, not necessarily my employees, mm-hmm. but um, customers, she, 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 her, she, her, and it's like, Mm-hmm. Fuck, okay, this is only the first year. I gotta get through the first year. So, I uh, like the first, they said, two years, this shit start happening. Two years. Mm-hmm. So, I just kept telling myself, just keep going, just keep going, keep going. This is only the beginning, this is supposed to happen. This is just puberty, this is the awkward stage, just keep going, just keep going. And, and just like when I had my awkward stage as a female, I just started just like, oh my god, please. So. <laughs> So there's an awkward stage with puberty and taking testosterone for the first time is going through puberty as a male. Mm-hmm. So that first year is awkward as fuck. Mm-hmm. Your voice cracks, you start getting, face starts breaking out, all shit starts happening. So first year is awkward. So the first year was hard. It was just keep going. Um, keep going. If this is what you want, it should be no problem. So I have to put more confidence into myself in order to not respond emotionally, not like, I don't ever uh, verbally respond. I don't waste my time on people. 
but it's like within myself, do not respond. Mm-hmm. Don't let that work. Don't let their words sit on you. It's just waters off a duck's back. It just rolls right off. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of talking to myself, just building up that extra, extra wall, and just it's just a word. We I only allow words to have meaning. So did you? I guess my next question would be, how is that process telling your family? See, here's a big plus. Uh, uh, I wouldn't call it a plus. It's how you see things. I call it a plus. So all of my family's dead. Okay. So there's no one to tell. There's no one there's no one to tell. Um I have siblings, uh my sister my two sisters. I it's not really a relationship to tell you like this. That's a new if you find out girl, you find out. <laughs> so be it, so be it. You call me sis, we don't have a problem. But so be it, so be it. Um cousins don't have relationships with them. I know of you. Do we know each other? No. So there's no one to tell. How is that, um, I guess, I'm trying not to see how I can formulate this question. Um, Are you going to ask about Chosen Family? Huh? Are you going to ask about Chosen Family? Yeah, I kind of was, but I didn't know how to go ahead. Um, How did you go about finding your Chosen Family? And how did your, how did, I guess, the concept of love and peace change? Okay, so I had I lost one best friend, so I had two, um, both from high school, both known him for over ten years. Um, the gay best friend I lost. Um, so within that first year, the first awkward stage of my whole transitioning, I told him he was all for it, he was okay with it, he accepted it, he loved it. However, his behaviors were not the same. So used to me being, I guess, a girl, sort of speak, or feminine, he would still do certain things that he would do, like, because we always go to Boys Town together, mm-hmm. and Boys Town, I think, is, it still is, but just not with him. Uh, we always go to Boys Town together, he'll dance up on me, um, I have no problem, I think that's totally fine with your girl, yeah, but dude, when I'm not a gay man, yes, I'm a trans man, but I'm not a gay trans man, mm-hmm. so you dancing on me, I don't want to give that appeal that I Mm-hmm. Uh, we can still dance and be here together in this space. I have no problem with that. But dancing on me is different. Mm-hmm. That's different. And calling me bitch, I had, I had um, I, I struggled with that in my first year. I didn't like because it was. I, I didn't like. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Um, and he felt like I was doing too much. Boundaries change. So he felt like, you had no problem with me doing this. You had no problem with me doing that. I'm like, I understand that, dude. But I'm looking at, my eyes are from a different perspective now. I'm from a different perspective. I'm like, I don't walk around as a gay man. So I'm like, I have no problem still having, I'm like, I still have all my gay friends and family that I've known since I was 18. It's like, but those things change, those behaviors. It can't be. Just walking, just holding my hand, walking down the street. I'm like, that's fine, but I'm like, I like to look at chicks. So I don't, the chicks I'm looking at, I don't want them thinking I'm gay because there goes my fucking chance of getting a chick. So it's like, I've had that before. I've had that before, tons of times. 
So it's like I don't I don't want to give off that appeal, but we could totally hang out, no problem. He didn't like that. So he's slowly drifting, no more texting, no more checking in. My straight friend, however, he was totally cool with it. He said he always knew. He was waiting for me to tell him, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he said he always knew. Welcome to the other side kind of thing. And blah, blah, blah. So I, I'm, I'm curious because this has, this has been like the question with everyone. It's like, um, do you all feel that the lesbian gay bisexual community is the one that is most discriminating yes. to the trans yes. population? Yes. Oh, see, I'm having a little. For me, in my in my journey, I feel like for me it has been. See, I'm having a little bit of a issue with the lesbians right now. Okay. That could be why it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> why is there an issue? Like, I need to. Like, I want to know. I want to so, know because I get these questions, but also it's that part of that curiosity that it's like, okay, it's not just a curiosity; it's a real thing. It's happening, but how do we deal with with it? Like setting the boundaries and checking people when they need to. Because I feel like I feel like gay men are very quick to throw trans women under the bus. Okay, then she pushed me into the corner and said, what the fuck are you? 
was like, what? I was like, what? 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 She was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? She was like, are you trans or are you a nigga? Are you a nigga, nigga, or she was like, because uh, why are you here? Why are you here? I was like, what? I was like, damn, little mama. It was not that serious. <laughs> I just started fucking dying. It's, it's just so crazy how women break down in a sense because they feel like you're making them straight, and I'm not doing anything. I'm just simply there, and you find an attraction to me, and it confuses you. Mm. So now I'm the one to blame when I am simply just breathing the same air you're breathing. So gay men, I don't get that. It's more they're interested Intrigued, never thought I'd like a trans man before. Um, calling me daddy, calling me master, and uh, yeah. So I don't get, I don't, I don't get that from, I don't get knocked down as I do by women. Cause they, women, oh, okay, men don't ask me if I have a penis or not. It's the, it's the women who ask me. The women ask me, and then I'm like. Doesn't matter. I'm like, at this point, if you ask me what I got in my pants, you're trying to decide what you're going to have in your mouth. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so if we're already there, it doesn't matter because you're going to have it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. So just, just let the night go and just let it go. Mm-hmm. It's true. And they just like, and it, they, they, they laugh, they giggle, but then they kind of like, and I just buy them a drink and we just leave it alone. Only a lesbian spot, so. And I, I think, and I'm not going to defend my lesbian population. What I gotta say is that I feel it's more about the ignorance, mm. and maybe they feel attacked because oh, it's yeah. more of because like my fiance, she makes she may look like a stud. But she is more feminine than I am. And it's like, if they feel, I feel that it's more of an attack of, you can get my girl. Because I know if my girl was dancing with a trans man, I would feel attacked that, oh, shit, my girl might be more attracted to the trans man than I am. And it's, you know, it's valid. But until what point do you react? And, you know, I think I never react because I know. Because I'm educated in a sense, but I also feel that I will also react if my girl would ask that type of question. I think it's just the language. I mean, that's a lot of projecting, though. Because it's like, mm-hmm. I guess the way I see it is if I see some, another person and I think they're beautiful, I think they're fine. I'm not going to automatically place them in the category. Or I'm not going to automatically think, okay, this is how I'm going to apply in order to get that. I don't know who this person is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what type of interaction we're going to have. Mm-hmm. And I know that at the end of the day, I'm secure in myself to where I know that I know what I bring to the table, and no matter who else is in the room, is going to And that's what I'm trying to get at. And I I feel it's just that intimidation, that insecurity of, like, okay, someone else is talking to my girl, or but this person is talking to me, and I feel uncomfortable, so I'm going to react because I feel uncomfortable. Like, I've had trans men say to me, and it's like, oh, shit, I like it, 
But I know my girl has to break the table, so I don't react. But it also doesn't give me the permission to offend that individual, regardless of their gender. Oh, no, 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 no. I totally understand that. But a lot of it comes from, the, like you said, the lack of knowledge. And mm-hmm. and sometimes it depends. It really the fuck depends on what kind of mood I'm in. If I'm in that teaching kind of mood, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, wait, let's rewind. That's not the way you approach. <laughs> right. That's not the way... Because there was also that same night I was outside um, smoking the weed, and I'm just on my phone, blah blah blah. This chick walks up to me for her gay friend, her gay guy friend, and she was like, "Oh, my, my friend over there thinks you're cute." I'm like, "Oh, that's cool, but I'm not into it." She's like, oh, "Okay, cool. So are you trans or what? Like, you got a two name?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm like, okay, look, slow down, slow down. I am trans." Second part, none of your business. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, okay, you should take down my number. I'm like, all right, bet. Took it down, and I immediately blocked. I always take everybody's number. Because I have a hard time saying no. And I also understand the courage it takes to ask for someone's number. Mm-hmm. So I understand both sides. So because of that, I still take your number, but as soon as I take it, I immediately block it. Like, deleting the number. I just block it.
in October when you made this decision, mm-hmm. uh, do you feel that you are that Blake is finally the person that he was meant to be? In October, or today? when you when you made that decision? No, I didn't feel like I was that person. No, and then I feel like I was the person. And then today, I am. And do you like your mental? State of mind has to change a lot in terms of like yes. you were in a huge depression. Uh, it changed a lot because, like guys, so me being on me being on CMA made me change a lot of things. It made me improve my life like completely, uh, completely. So I attacked everything. I'm like, okay, I have the chance to be something I never thought I could be. Only dreamed of, wished of. Damn, I have so many drugs to take by now. Just little dumb shit like that I was telling myself. It's like, okay, listen, what's wishing? What's wishing when it's actually within reach? I can actually attain it. So when I when that came to mind, it put a fire under my ass. It's like, you can do anything. So I started fixing my credit score. I started uh, getting to the gym. I started um, caring more about my relationship. And focusing more on connecting my mind and my body. And all of that worked together as one. took time because I still slipped. Had my depression days because I wasn't seeing what I wanted in the mirror. Getting called she. So I had my days. Had my days. Came out of it. I'm like, okay, all these days add up. All these weeks become months. Eventually you got a year and I was down 100 pounds. I was like, okay, we are fucking doing it. I am getting closer and closer to that fucking man that I want to see. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> we're fucking doing it. We're fucking, we're in it. We're in it for the long haul. So I just kept going, kept going, kept fixing my credit score, kept doing this, kept making sure my bills were on time, applying for a better job, becoming more involved in personal training because now I want my career to lead towards personal fitness and um, personal fitness and nutrition. Uh, so I'm working more and more towards that. So a year later, I'm two years on team, and I am definitely seeing the fucking man that I always wanted to see. And it's very rewarding. It's every fucking shot was worth it. Every future shot will continue to be worth it. Because I, I relate it to money, because everyone understands money. Not everyone can understand transition. Like, how can you cut off of your body part like this? How, I get that question asked, how can you just I'm like, I think I look good. So to say that member is such a star, for me, that's a strong word. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't say I dismembered myself. I might just say that this, you won the lottery. You fucking won. It does not matter what the max was you won. All those little things you dreamed of at 7, 8, 20, 30, 50, you can fucking do it. With no hesitation, no disregard of anyone or anything else. You just simply do it. I'm like, and I am simply doing it. No regard of anyone else. No hesitation of what anyone else has to say. This is my lottery, so I'm going to spend my money. Mm-hmm. What would you uh, say would be an influence on your life? Do you have, like, role models? Do you have, like, anyone that you, like, went to for advice? I had to become that. I had to become that because I searched for that online. Um, 
in a sense of there's no black trans guys, man. There's fucking none. If there are some, they're like they're not masculine for me. They're trans gay men, and I can't relate to that because I'm 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 more masculine, more so more dude. And all the trans guys I was seeing are a little more feminine, a lot of bottom. Not that I'm against bottom, but this bottom attitude. I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> um, I do feel like within the community we have, and I hang out more macho, like damn, don't be that pussy tonight. So I hang out with those kind of guys. <laughs> so I need that kind of energy. If I'm gonna look up to someone, I need that kind of energy, and that was not that's not on IG. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I had to become that, and I got a bit of a bit of a following because of it. Um, I do think that within the community, we set, I guess, unhealthy ideas along the spectrum of what femininity, what masculinity is. And I know that you're more than likely aware of what toxic masculinity is. Yes, very much. Now, as very a how do you feel like you've either supported um, or broken down some of these stereotypes as you transition or as you so, I have two, there's two answers to that. I have joined in, very much so, of that toxic masculinity, because I am aware of the things that I, um, that I say, and I say in these guy conversations, and it's very toxic masculinity. As well, on the other hand, I do defend the community in which I am from. Okay. So, and big example is in the gym. I am in the gym every fucking day. And right now, <clears throat> for the past two weeks, there's this rumor that's going around in the gym that there's a trans woman there. And the guys don't know how to respond to it because they don't know who it is. So, and they don't know that I'm trans. So there's a, probably about five or six guys who've been there since I've been there. Everybody else has cycled out new faces, new bodies. So they don't know that I'm trans. So I'm like, who, who, who is it? I'm like, which one? Oh, <laughs> uh, like, you have to be more specific, though. He was like, I don't know. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, dude, that's not healthy. He was like, I, if I see her, I fear. I'm like, but what's the big deal? She's not messing with nobody. He was like, nah, man, that's not cool. I'm like, bro, if she's not doing nothing to you, what's the issue? What's the issue? Because she's over there looking like a female. I'm like, it's not that she's looking like one. I'm like, dude, she is one. I'm like, she is one. I'm like, if you walk up, if you see a dollar on the floor, are you going to say that's a penny or are you going to see, see that that's a dollar? You're going to pick up and say you found a dollar, not that you found a penny. I'm like, if you see her over there, if you see a woman, you don't see a man, so why would you associate to that to be the guy? You're like, nah, man, nah, I'm not with that. So mind you, I these not all the guys are within my generation. So, my, so the, age, the age groups here are very different. That guy is like 55 and always talking about taking Viagra before the gym. So that guy, because he feels like it's a more natural, natural use other than using steroids in order to get a pump, and all you need is a half a pill. So that's that. That's that guy. I got. I got my. That's that guy. The other guy who does know I'm trans, he doesn't say anything. He he just keeps looking at me because 
because he knows that I'm trans. He doesn't say anything. The other guy who doesn't know I'm trans, who's about the same age as me, he's more of the, it is what it is, man. It just, if it's a chick, it's a chick. Just leave it alone. She's not doing nothing to you. Just, just leave it alone. It's the older generation that I saw that had more of an issue with it. Mm-hmm. My friend, my friend who knew I was trans didn't say anything, but the other guys within my same age group just like, this is just fucking. She's not doing anything. It's like sex is sex. You into that gay shit, like it's not gay if that's a woman. And so that's why I'm like, I do, I definitely do join in part of it on that whole macho, like the sexy director, all that other type of shit and that toxic shit, and like mm-hmm. woman's place and all that other shit. But at the same time, I am aware of the background in which I've come from, so I do have that insight. Uh, like, like for example, like girls get stared at a lot at the gym. And when they pass that whole, I don't be paying attention to it, but when another guy's like, hey, hey, look, 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 it's like, I want to look so bad because like, you're a guy, you're supposed to look. But it's like, at the same time, I know how fucking uncomfortable that is to be looked at while you're at the gym just trying to fucking work out. I'm like, dude, just leave it alone. She's just trying to do her thing. It's like, but that ass fat. I'm like, I know, bro. I saw a peak. But look, bro. I'm like, my girl hates <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of struggle because it's like because you know that you know that other side. You know the other side. So it gives me a lot of benefit to been able to talk and convince lesbians into things they wouldn't do. But um, it also helps me try to educate guys as well on like, yeah, I get you look, but understand it can be making her feel uncomfortable. So if you're trying to get her attention, maybe don't look at her that way. Speak for me. So right, right. When you get to a, a point in your life and there is some turmoil in your situation and in your condition and everything that may come across and um, other things, I want you to tell me what your biggest fear is. Who do you turn to and what are the fundamental um, that you that you will do? Not necessarily physically, but spiritually. How do you let that expound in your business? So, uh, I don't go to anyone. I've always found that within myself. So, I don't go to anyone. Uh, I am very spiritual and such. So, um, for me, I just do a lot of meditation and yoga. No, I have a dark but um, oh, what do you call it? So I don't, I don't, I don't do, I don't fall back on. That's not my thing. Okay. I don't depend on people. That's that's really not my thing. Um, so if I crash, I crash. That's just I pick myself up. Um, and that's something that works with my with my. It just okay. So for starters, um, I have uh, bipolar disorder, and associated along with that is hearing voices from time to time. Mm-hmm. 
those voices help me. As much as they destroy me, they help. So when I fall, yes, it is because they kick me. But at the same time, that stronger one helps me get back up. So.
gain consciousness of who I am as me. And it's, again, I'm not your reader, but I, I get where you're coming from. And it's, like, it's making me think, like, holy shit, like... Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of my brothers just 
going through that thing. And I texted the brother the other day, and I didn't take accountability of the hiding or the mannerisms of the hand. He was just being. And sometimes that's what initially life is. You're not going to get a blueprint. It doesn't help with a manual when you climb up out your mom. You're not going to sit around and say, hey, Natalie, here's your handbook. Happy life. You know, it doesn't come with that. And what happens is I don't necessarily put um, my girls down, but what I will say is that my brothers are put in the shadow due to the woman, the femininity being glorified, and it's beautiful, miraculous thing, because you just went from this to that. But you also had your struggle. And sometimes what I hate to see is that if I'm in a group of people and I know it's one of my brothers around, and she's automatically quirky and he's silent, sometimes we can learn from one another to defend ourselves. Oh, I had that with a trans woman.
And I felt like once I decided, okay, I don't see myself as a father, but I see myself as a mother, that's when I understood, okay, this is the route we're going. This is the route that's true for me. So now I'm like, okay, one day I would like to have kids. Okay. But before, no, I didn't want kids. I don't know. Do you ever see yourself as a dad? Um, well, way back when I was really obsessed with um, uh, extending my DNA. That's all I was about. I don't necessarily like kids. Um, so I got with someone who does have a kid, uh, and we're almost six years together, and I, I guess you, I'm a step parent. Um, the baby took the transition very well. Um, we explained it, we explained it to her, um, show her little, uh, my wife found some, sh- some stuff on YouTube that helps explain it to her on a kid-friendly level, mm-hmm. kid-friendly level, mm-hmm. and also showing her that trans kids exist too. Yeah. So we show her little stuff like that, and she understood it. And yeah, she's all for it. She can she goes to balls with us and everything. So yeah, she she's all for it. And she doesn't call me um, dad. She just calls me Blake. But before it was mommy. Before it was. As um, in my life right now, I've always. Well, I was raised as a girl, as a lot of you all may know, um, so therefore that was automatically automatic. Um, I didn't want the pressures of my grandmother to proceed within myself to go on for a child because I saw a lot of mirror effects within me within her. Um, right now, um, as a mom that I see, I don't necessarily just see a kid, I see a man. I know what I'm capable of as a woman right now, but, oh, God, don't let me put this inside of a little room and a lot more. Oh, God, it's a movement. It's a, it's a whole, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. So, therefore, I don't see much. I, I see me as a mom. Um, I don't know how it may come about. I feel um, I battle with the word trans a lot of the fact of my history and Carlos, Natalie, Guy, you probably heard a lot, and even Lisa, I don't say trans. And even now being told up, I will not ever talk about that because it was just a hill to climb. And that's just what I think of it as holy. Like if someone says, oh, you're not a woman. Don't worry about baby. Hold on, first of all. Well, wait. Um, yes, I was. I was always here. And I'm still going to be here, but I have to get over this hump to get right here. So the woman and the mom that I see is just, when it comes down to parenting, you always want to be better than what you were. I just want to be great. And what I see within mine is pure greatness and honesty. I've been through a lot of hurt. I've been through a lot of obstacles. But that doesn't do anything but create the blueprint for greatness. And that's the only thing that I have for mine. Um, I don't see um, be lying to my kids and saying I'm not your mother because what makes my mom because you climb the ladder. I'm your mother. I was a twin one in a foster home. My grandmother is my twin one. This is my twin first in foster family. That's my grandma. And you better not tell me nothing different. And that's it. Family is not organized. 
it's ordained and established. If you establish that you're my brother, you're my brother, and that's it. And I don't know what it is. I guess my last question, I don't know if anyone has any other question, would be what would you tell Blake when he was 10 years old? Well, I've actually had some conversations with myself. Um, because 10 years old and not a good state. Um, let me see. I think by 10, 10, 10, 10. What grade is that? Because I missed my life by grade. Fourth grade. Fourth. Okay. Fourth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Fourth I was, grade. so I was in West Compton at that time. Um, yeah, that was not a good time. Uh, that was like a year and a half before my mom and daddy died, which was rough because that was also the same time I realized I was gay. So it was even harder to deal with than telling your 53-year-old grandparents who were born in the 40s that you're gay. Shit. <laughs> so that was that time was a hard time, but. I am very much appreciative of every struggle I had. I hate every one of them. I hate how much it broke me. I hate the mental disorders that came from them, because I have a few. Um, and I hate the ability that I, I can't, I have a hard time connecting with people emotionally. I, that's something that it doesn't really exist. It's, it doesn't really exist. However, being that I, I am standing taller, still breathing, and have a roof over my head compared to them, I am happy. What is your sign, if you don't mind me asking? And if you know your moon sign as well. Just curious. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn, Virgo. You said that. Just curious. My moon Another Virgo. I've had other signs. So let's stop this.